Hello everyone and welcome to On The Line. My name is Addison and I am an aspiring sports broadcaster here in Washington State. On this podcast, I interview D1 bound athletes, collegiate athletes, professional athletes, and those who are a part of different careers in athletics. My goal is to help my guests share their stories of being an athlete as well as their advice to you. Thank you so much for being here. New episodes go live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to On the Line. My name is Addison, and today I'm here with Jason Brown, Jr., a sophomore out of O'Day High School here in Washington State. So welcome to the podcast, Jason. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Of course. Well, have you been enjoying the nice day here in Washington? <laughs> I mean, it's better than most, so I can't No, complain. I swear this spring has been way rainier than normal, if you can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. I mean, it's, it's kind of weird, but it's expected at the same time. Well, long story short, I messaged you um, in the fall, see if you'd Hello. be interested in being on the podcast, and it, we just never got around to it because fall is a very busy time, obviously, because it's football season, but then I was going to FSP practice the other day, and then you ended up just showing up, <laughs> and <laughs> you knew who I was, but I like I didn't put two and two together. But it reminded me, hey, I really want to have Jason on. So I'm excited that we're actually making this work and finding a time to do this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was like a year, a year ago, you asked. So I know. I, yeah, it was yeah, so was funny, funny because my friend just started talking to Jason about how I have a podcast. He's like, oh, wait, like we've messaged before. I was like, oh, my goodness, we have. So pretty <laughs> funny. Anyways, let's get started here. So when did you start playing football? Uh, I mean... My first year is probably like five or six. Wow. So basically, as soon as you could play a sport, you started football. Yeah. The so how did you get play. introduced to the sport? Uh, my dad. My dad played growing up in high school. And, you know, my uncles ended up playing a whole bunch. And, you know, football just kind of been like a family sport. So it was like kind of was born into it. So at five, five years old, did you have a helmet on? Full tackle. Oh, yeah. Or did you start with like flag? Uh, no, nah, we didn't do none of that flag stuff. <laughs> we went straight to the pads. Love to hear that. Well, were you just naturally gifted when it came to football? I mean, once I got over, I feel like the jitters of being scared and not being confident in myself. I mean, I feel like I kind of connected to the game fairly easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I'll. I mean, I feel like a lot of it has to do to, like, you know, natural ability and God-given gifts and things like that. But, I mean, I I was training and working out and things like that since before I even started playing football. So, I feel like growing up, that kind of gave me, like, a slight edge over other five- and six-year-olds. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny to think, like, five years old playing football. You know, you see the videos and just the, everyone looks so uncoordinated, just falling all over the place. Literally. So was there a moment when you realized, I am really passionate about football. I want to take this seriously. I mean, I, I kind of always felt that way. You know, I wanted to play just to really be like my uncles at first. But then, you know, 
playing the game, I started to realize, okay, I actually really do like it, you know, not for them, but for me. Uh, That's insane because a lot of kids, they try every single sport and then later on they'll figure out, oh, basketball is one for me, soccer is one for me. So it's pretty crazy how you just started with football and you fell in love with it from the get-go. Yeah, it's just kind of the one I clicked with. I mean, I tried other sports growing up and things like that, but none of them ever really, you know, had the same impact. Mm-hmm. Football was just always, always special. Right. Well, you go to O'Day, which is known for having a pretty solid football program. <laughs> yeah. So what does O'Day do to breed so many talented football players? Like what makes this program extra special? I mean, it's not really the amount of talent that we pull in or, you know, we're no more talented than the next team, you know, as of just like players with raw ability and things like that. But the difference is that the guys here buy in, the guys here trust the process. And uh, I mean, I feel like everybody here really wants to be great, not just with football, but, you know, with every sport and in the classroom and things like that. You never really go to a school like O'Day just to play around and, you know, goof off and things like that you're coming here for a purpose you're coming here to elevate so i feel like that's the big thing that separates us so what was if you mind me asking what was your reason for deciding to go to o'day sorry i don't know what happened uh may you please repeat the question oh you're good um what was your reason behind deciding to go to o'day what stood out to you about that school i mean my dad went to o'day so it kind of wasn't even like an option. I knew I was going to O'Day <laughs> since before I even knew what O'Day was. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, can you describe O'Day's football program in three words? Mm. And take your time to think about it. That's a good question. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, one of them probably be like gritty, Mm -hmm. uh, passionate, and and brotherhood. Those are good words to use to describe. I find this always very fascinating because every program has a really different culture. And so to hear a little bit about how you describe O'Day's program kind of gives an insight on what makes it so successful. So it seems like there is a really good bond between you guys. So how have you been able to cultivate that bond within this team? I mean, I feel like our bonds are a little bit like weaker than they should be or weaker than usual due to COVID and things like that. You know, we didn't get to spend as much time in the classroom together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, my school is pretty special with the fact that uh, we have a lot of bonding time and a lot of bonding activities that we can do. Like right now, uh, we're doing like dodgeball tournaments just with like the people within our house and within our like mentor group. So this is how our day works. We have like a house system. Mm-hmm. So there's like four different houses. There's like Waterford, Dublin, Kilkenny and uh man what's the other one in Limerick and like when you're a freshman you get assigned to a house when you enroll into O'Day and pretty much when you enroll to that house there's like different things you know every everything's a competition Uh, I mean we have flag football tournaments 
basketball tournaments, dodgeball tournaments. You know, if you clock in to game, just supporting your school, you know, you can get points for your house. And then at the end of the year, we have something that's called a house cup where we all just compete in like a whole bunch of fun games. And then we oh, see wow. who racks up the most points by the end of the year. And then you get a trophy and it's just bragging rights. Uh-huh. <laughs> My house, I'm in Waterford. We've never won. This was, this will be our first year not being in last place. If we do get that last place. <laughs> hey, <laughs> right be confident. I think you guys are going to take the dub. Look, we're second in the standings right now. And I mean, we're going to win dodgeball. We got the dodgeball championship on next Friday. So. <laughs> oh, and I'm sure you're just going to absolutely carry. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really interesting. I wasn't quite sure how a day works, so it's interesting to hear about the different houses. And it seems like doing things outside of just practice with the team is what oh, yeah. builds that bond, I guess. Yeah. So tell me, what does your off-season training look like for you? I know you are practicing with FSP, but um, focusing in on O'Day, your school program, what does off-season training look like? Uh, well, with the school, I mean, we have morning lifts at 6 a.m. And then we also have lift times at 3.30 after school. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's mostly what we're doing. I mean, we get a lot of the guys to go run routes and go to the field and do things like that. Also, you know, when we don't have workouts after school. Right. So and I then, mean, that's, pro- that's probably the majority. I mean, I just got a couple of my guys and like, you know, just a little like play around seven on seven thing, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I feel like that kind of stuff just builds a bond, you know, you know, just spending more time together, you know, getting more comfortable with the group that we got. Right. Well, during end season, it's very serious, but now oh, yeah. it is important to, continue grinding and prepare for the season, but also you can have a little bit more fun with it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, do you mind talking about FSP? Explain what that even is for those who aren't sure, haven't heard of the program and how that is important for building your football talent, I guess. All right. Uh, well, first I'm going to give like the like run, run down a like, what you would read on like a Google doc or something. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to kind of explain it to you what it means to me. Perfect. Go for it. Uh, I mean, well, FSP stands for four sports performance. Uh, it's a training facility in Bellevue, Washington. Uh, I mean, they train some of the top guys in the country that are from the uh, Bellevue, Seattle, Tacoma, you know, anywhere in Washington, really, you know, uh, a lot of the top guys go in there. A lot of NFL guys train there on their off seasons. Uh, I mean, they have, we have one of the top seven on seven programs in the country, but we also indulge in other sports like track, baseball, we train lacrosse, tennis, whatever, whatever you could think of really, uh, probably, probably the top training facility in the Pacific Northwest, if I have to say so. Absolutely. Um, yeah, now we're starting to get into spring tackle. So, you know, they're starting a new wave of high school football also trying to get more looks and more opportunities and what FSP is to me is it's like it's like a second family you know outside of you know my blood related family Mm -hmm. and my and my school family I mean it's just another place I can go and call home and be comfortable there uh I've been in FSP since I was 12 so you know I kind of I kind of spent a lot of my maturing years in there so I will say that they have like a huge play in my development you know, not only as a player, but as a young man. 
you know, the people in there, I feel like they genuinely care about me and they have my best interests at heart. And at the same time, they're also going to hold me accountable and want me to succeed right. while, you know, meeting me where I am. Uh, now that I'm getting older and I'm one of the older guys at the program, I mean, there's a lot more leadership role, which a lot of older guys pushed on to me. So I really hope I can continue that culture. But yeah, I will say, you know, it's a blessing to be a part of a program like FSP. Definitely. Well, what I love is how FSP is doing something new. You look at all the other sports and they have club teams. That's not the case for football. And so I think it's a great way to give football players more exposure and help them train year round. Yeah. I mean, football, it already is like one of those sports where it's like, okay, you have a select 10 weeks to, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty much get an opportunity. You know, seven on seven can only do so much. You know, there's camps and things like that. You know, you do good at those. But like you said, every other sport has select. There's AAU track. There's select soccer. There's select baseball. Everything else has more opportunities to get looked at. But football is literally, it peaks out at seven on seven after the season. Yes, for sure. Well, I feel like this is a good transition into talking about exposure and talking about college and all of that. So how I just want to ask, how does it feel to have offers from some of the biggest college football programs at, you know, just a sophomore? I mean, it's pretty surreal. You know, those are things that you dream about, things that you talk to your friends about growing up, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, watching guys play on Saturdays and being like, bro, I'm going to play there one day, you know? So I feel, I mean, it's it's, it's pretty crazy to be honest. It's insane. What's good, bro? (laughs) Uh, It's it's pretty insane, to be honest. It's something I never would have imagined happening this soon. I know. I mean, I definitely believe in myself and believe that, you know, these opportunities were going to be blessed to me because, I mean, whatever God has for me, God has for me in his timing. But I definitely didn't expect this to be this fast. So what did you do to set you up? in a place where these things are happening already, where colleges are already reaching out to you? I mean, <laughs> I mean, nothing really special. You know, you just go out there, you play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's really it. You know, I, I feel like I had a really good freshman year, which set me up well. Uh, my freshman year due to COVID and things like that, I got to play a little bit later, which I feel like benefited me mm-hmm. because, you know, there wasn't too many freshmen that played in that COVID season due to the fact that, you know, they wanted a lot of senior guys to get their final season in and things like that. So, I mean, early off, you know, I was one of the only freshmen in the state that really got taped. So I feel like that set me apart. And then, you know, going to a school like O'Day, which is already, you know, a, a place where people look for top tier talent mm-hmm. and then having the help from FSP, you know, mm-hmm. being able to attach that program to my name and uh, continue to work there and, use their outlets to get looks and things like that. I mean, I feel like that all played a part. Do you feel like there was a specific game or a specific moment where your success just started to take off? Um, yeah, actually. There was one game my freshman year where I had six touchdowns. Wow. And after, after that game, I mean, first off, the stat sheet got posted out and things like that. And then, you know, kind of went viral on Twitter a little bit. And I just started to see college coaches start to, light, you know, light up on my notifications. You know, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of schools are starting to follow me on Twitter. Uh, I got my first offer after that. And then after the first offer, you know, more started to roll in. 
over time and things like that. But I feel like that was really like my breakout moment. That's insane. That's crazy. I'm just a freshman. And again, you can see how important social media is for gaining exposure to even oh, if, yeah. you know, you're not going to O'Day or these other schools that are just known for, you know, breeding really good players. Um, social media can be a great tool to use. hundred percent. The way social media has changed the recruiting landscape is the same. Mm-hmm. You know, guys that wouldn't even get a second look due to the fact that they go to a small school and things like that, you know, now, now there's exposure everywhere because <laughs> all you have to do is make a post. Yeah. And, you know, that goes out into the web and then everybody can see that. And it's free, which is awesome because you look at some, like FSP, for example, like you do have to pay and sometimes that's not always feasible. So just having that yeah. free option is great. Literally. But I can't imagine you are talking to, I don't know if you want to share, but some really good programs, really good schools. How do you stay humble throughout all this? How are you able to not let all this, I mean, this sounds cheesy, all this outside noise distract you from continuing to work hard? I mean, I like to, you know, even in my Instagram bio, I have a quote that says, you know, I didn't come this far to come this far. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't work all these years. I didn't uh, try and accomplish, I didn't accomplish all these things for this to be my pinnacle. Yeah. And I, and I, and I kind of live by that. You know, I know, I'm, I know there's so much more that I can achieve and there's so much more that I can do. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, God has blessed me with a lot of opportunities. I mean, I'm not even scratching the surface of my potential yet. So I feel like that's probably the main thing, you know, uh, having a really good support system that, you know, never blows your head up, but no, but tells you that you're doing the right thing. I mean, you know, growing up and things like that, there were times where, you know, I would start to feel big headed and things and things like that. But, you know, I will say my mom always kept me grounded, you know, letting me know like, Hey, look, you did a great thing, but you have to continue to work. You have to continue to work. You have to continue to work, you know? So now I see opportunities is like, okay, this, this many schools want you and you're getting this highly recruited and things like that, but you just have to work harder now, mm-hmm. right. you know, cause now you're on a stage where people are watching you. Yeah. Now people, now people look up to me. Now people, you know, look for my advice when it comes to football and you know, how to, how to play the game and how to excel and things like that. So, I mean, yeah. well, that's a great mindset to have. And I feel as though it's probably easy for some guys your age to look at you and be like, man, I wish I had all those offers. I wish this, this and that. So have there been any failures maybe or stumbles in the road that stick out to you that may have led to some of your growth? I mean, I will say throughout my life, I've never won a championship. I've been every year. Every year growing up in Little League, I've never won, though. Yeah. And, I mean, that kind of stuff sticks with me, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's not that big of a deal. You know, you lost a championship when you're nine and things like that. But, you know, that, that just always shows that you need to get better. Yeah. Because, you know, you can make, you can make it to that top level. You can make it there. You can, you can work your butt off and you can reach that level. But can you finish? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of the time, you know, with people getting content and things like that, they don't finish as strong as they should. Oh, absolutely. And even though you're saying, Oh, it's not like that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things, but also when you're playing a sport and you're so passionate about it, it does feel like a big deal, you know? Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. 
Um, going back to colleges, what are you looking for in a college? I mean, I don't know. That's why I'm kind of still shopping around a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, trying to see. Uh, but I mean, definitely like a family feel, but I feel like, you know, wherever I commit and whatever sport I decide to go to is going to give me that because, yeah. you know, it will be a family when I get there. That's how, that's how I see a team. I see a team as a brotherhood. I see a team as a family, as a community of guys that, you know, all want to be great and all are going to help each other be great. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not the biggest thing. Uh, flexibility in major, you know, I don't want them to like try and dictate my future just because I play ball. Mm-hmm. I kind of want them to support me in whatever I decide to do and, mm-hmm. you know, be okay with that. Um, 100%. And yeah, that's, that's probably it right now that I can think of everything else. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of like, you know, add more things to my list along the way. Yeah. I mean, but, usually I ask people like, Oh, what's your like dream school or is there a school you're interested in? But I feel like that's not something to ask at this moment. Correct. <laughs> I mean, you can. So do you have a dream school? Is there one that you've grown up to be like, this is the college I would love to play at? Yeah, growing up, I mean, the University of Washington, for sure. You know, I feel like all the great guys in the state went there. You know, all the guys I grew up watching, I idolized went there. So, yeah. I mean, the University of Washington, for sure. But I also yeah, realized over time. They've given you an offer, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That, that one was pretty crazy. I cried about that one. <laughs> As you should. That is insane. Well, I just have to say congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. So you are classified as an athlete. Yeah. So what exactly does that mean for those who aren't sure? Well, an athlete pretty much just means I have positional flexibility. Mm-hmm. I, you can put me anywhere on the field and go just feel like I can excel, which I also do. I mean, I feel like I can play defensive back. I can play receiver. I can play running back. I can, I can play anything you need me to really. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you guys probably won't be able to get to see too much of that due to the fact that I only play running back at Odeh. Yeah. So. <laughs> is running back like your favorite or where you feel most comfortable or is that yeah, kind of just I mean, where you're best at? So Odeh's like, that's where you're going to play. You know, I mean, I love, I love playing everywhere. That's the thing. I love being able to make plays all over the field and things like that. But I will say, you know, running back is where I've always felt at home being in the backfield and things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's always, that's always been a (laughs) bro. Be quiet. dog. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, running back has always felt like home. That's where you just want to make sure you have a multitude of opportunities to get those touchdowns. Yeah. You know, because I feel like at running back, sometimes I can kind of box you in, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, you put me anywhere on the field, I can make the play. And I truly believe that. And I'm sure that's what makes you look so appealing to colleges as well. Yeah, I sure hope so. <laughs> well, on 24-7 sports, you're ranked as a five-star. What do those stars mean to you? I mean, growing up, I thought stars were a lot different than you know, they, they are, you know, I thought five-star guys were dudes that were always like six, five generational talents in a sense, you know, and I never really viewed myself as that. I just viewed myself as a guy who likes to play football and Mm -hmm. I just so happened to be a little bit better than the guys around me at it. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. I I never imagined myself being a Mm five-star ever. 
in a, in a million years, I never did. When you look at guys like Asindre Afua and Jaden Wayne and things like that, that's what you would envision as a five-star. You know, that larger-than-life guy that's super athletic and things like that. But to be held in that regard, you know, it's motivating. Yeah. And it also proves to other people, like, you don't have to have parents who are in the NFL or, you know, some famous name to be a five-star. It, it can be anyone. So I think that's a good lesson to learn. Well, to wrap yeah. things up here, what advice would you give young football players? Stay hungry. Hungry and humble. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the big thing. You know, accomplishments are going to come your way. You know, because like I said, it's all God's timing. Right. But I mean, don't let it, don't get ahead of yourself. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee there's somebody out there working harder than you. There's somebody out there that's a little bit better than you. There's somebody that's out there that's <laughs> literally coming for what you have. Regardless, if you don't think you have much, there's still somebody that has less that wants what you got. So, I mean, just stay hungry and stay working. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's probably it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jason, for coming on the podcast today. I'd love to reconvene maybe in a year or two when you're making that big decision. But uh, <laughs> I really appreciate your time. Do you mind just shouting out, shouting out your Instagram so people can go check that out? Yeah, uh, my Instagram is jbverse, everybody, no capitals, no spaces, no underscores. Um, And you can follow me on Twitter at jasonbrown2024. Awesome. Well, thanks again, and enjoy the rest of this nice day. Thank you. You too. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of On The Line. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I upload a new episode with an inspiring new guest. Make sure to give the podcast a follow. If you're listening using Apple Podcasts, do not forget to rate and comment. You can follow On The Line on Instagram at on underscore the underscore line underscore Addison to stay up to date with the podcast. Thank you.